Jet Set Breakfast and Wusim Tlongo, Zidin Zizwe. And that just, you know, resonates with Heritage Day. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, hopefully you are having a bit of fun. Uh, the last hour of Jet Set Breakfast is 16 minutes after nine. And uh, talking about the dark side of pesticides and chemicals in your plate. I know this is not to scare you per se, but more so to be conscious. And our guest this morning is Ryan Mehring, Supply Chain Quality and Procurement at Munching Mungoose. Good morning and a warm welcome to Jet Set Breakfast. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? I'm very, very well. Thank you. So, you know, normally when we go and buy our fruits and veg, we never really over-process as to, uh, you know, in terms of organic, what was used to grow the fruits and veg, and uh, overlook some of um, issues that could be very detrimental to our health. So from from where you, you are, you say, I mean, this, this has been quite an alarming bit where they say children are highly vulnerable. Yeah, that is a bit of a scary statement, hey? And so how do we even detect, how do we know that, you know, our fruits and veg were organically grown or they used, um, you know, pesticides or chemicals uh, that are not dangerous to our health? Yeah, I think you're right. There, is a, there seems to be a, a growing consciousness um, around, you know, what we eat, where our food comes from. You know, there's these growing trends of know your farmer. Um, and I think that all stems from uh, this growing consciousness. So basically, I think people are becoming more aware that, you know, you are what you eat, <laughs> I like that saying. Um, it just, you know, I think people are, are having a look now at labels and, and starting to understand a little bit more that we we also have to take ownership of what we put on our plates and what we feed our, our families. And as you sort of open um, that door and you sort of go down that rabbit hole, um, it does become evident that um, not everything is what it seems. Mm. So, yeah. Um, I just got a, a message here from one of our listeners says, uh, you know, Bertha would be, it, it'll be able, we are able to buy, um, well, she's talking about imperfect, imperfect fresh produce that doesn't meet top standards at reduced prices. Although much of less than glamorous veggies and fruit goes back into agri-feeds and compost, why are they not also made available uh, for cash-strapped consumers as a choice once chopped and prepared, it is just as tasty and nutritious as the more beautiful ones. That's from a cat. And actually, that is true. You know, the the, Im, the imperfect ones actually yeah. are the tastiest sometimes. Yeah, 100%. I think, I think look, it, it, it's all part of a broader conversation. I, I think there we're talking about food waste, which is a problem. We produce on this planet enough food to feed everyone. It, it's actually a distribution challenge. So that, that food is, is not necessarily going to the people that need it. And there's a lot of waste in the current food system. And so I think it's, it's upwards of 50% of the food that we produce goes to waste. So that is a, a topic for discussion, certainly. But I think, you know, getting back to your point on the, on the pesticide side, mm. we have produced food um, a certain way for a very long time. And it's now proving to may, maybe not be sustainable from an environmental perspective, but certainly from a, from a health perspective. You know, since World War II, we've um, utilized World War II technology um, with regard to the chemicals to actually produce food. And whilst it's 
produced a lot of food, and um, the mission behind the companies and the industrial food complex with regards to feeding the world was a noble cause. We are now seeing that there are uh, some quite horrendous side effects to that. You know, I, I think the pesticide is a chemical that is meant to kill off the weeds, take the pressure off the plant that you're growing, and produce a higher yield crop. Now, that is a, a, a success with regard to yield, to the, the quantity of the food that is being produced, and thereby, you know, on a calorie basis, is feeding more people. But what are the side effects? So that's the question that you're effectively asking. And, the, you know, up until now, it's been debatable whether the pesticides had a harmful impact on humans, and I think we've crossed that point. Um, Roundup, which is the, um, the, the most commonly used pesticide, has an active ingredient called glyphosate. And, that, um, and, and the company that produces that, it's their biggest selling product, has been in courts over the last sort of five years and has paid out $11 billion in settlements to over 100,000 cancer, cancer patients. So, you know, it is now indisputable that the results of the use of those pesticides has a very harmful effect on, on humans. So now that we've, we've established that and we're no longer sort of all operating in the dark, I think we can have more meaningful conversations about what organic means and why we should be supporting, you know, small-scale uh, organic producers. And that's why, you know, as Munching Mongoose, um, you know, that's, that's what their the active uh, motivation is. Is to is to source from small scale producers that are growing ethically, and and deliver that to people so that people do have access to to food that is is well for all intents and purposes not poisoned. Mm. Twenty two minutes after nine, we're going to take a small break, and when we get back, we continue with our conversation and looking at our food that we're consuming these days, the dark side of pesticides and chemicals in your plate. And what route can we take that is sustainable when we get back? Bertha Charuma on SAFM. And talking about the dark side of pesticides and chemicals in your plate. So, uh, Ma- uh, Marta Albertine uh, warned that exposure during childhood can lead to cognitive and developmental delays, behavioral problems, and other health issues. Sometimes pesticides can uh, especially target organs or stems in a child's body, potentially leading to damage of the liver, kidneys, nervous system, and all may also affect the endocrine system, leading to altered hormone production, reproductive and hormonal imbalances. This is quite a, a really, really worrying factor. But online, I do have Ryan Mehring, head of supply chain quality and procurement at Munching Mungoose. And we are just trying to figure out how then do we navigate this particular scenario. So, Well, not even hypothetically. I think it is just the right thing when you buy your fruit and veggies just to wash them thoroughly. But sometimes it does not necessarily mean you've gotten rid of the chemical that's actually in that particular vegetable or fruit. So what are other ways apart? Well, you were talking about buying 100% organic. But these days we also get gimmicks where they just title the package organic. Yeah, it's become it's become a, a label, and in some cases, that label is hijacked. So, I agree with you. I think you know, whilst it's it's a very scary topic, I think you know, if we focus on on the hopeful side of it, on the solution side, it's it's not all doom and gloom. 
So I think, you know, the the the, the washing of it, um, absolutely, you know, there are residues and if you can remove those residues you're effectively removing the the you know, the, that poison. Um I think, you know, there's there's also the case or the argument around um GMO. So, you know, a genetically modified plant uh, may have inherent um uh, sort of health risks. But, you know, to be honest, from my perspective, I don't have a particular issue with GMO per se. The, the GMO is, the genetic modification was done, you know, in these labs to produce a seed that would be more productive. That was at least the sales pitch. The reality is they were produced to resist the Roundup. So, in other words, the corn that is, is grown and heavily then sprayed with these pesticides and herbicides and fungicides it survives, but everything else around it dies, including the microbes in the soil, and and obviously they're targeting the weeds, and that creates less pressure on on the plant that's growing, and you produce more. But it is now so liberally sprayed that it's got all this residue on it, and so yes, you can wash that off. But there's an argument for just you know supporting uh, better producers or producers producing organic. And and I think probably where your question on, on certified organic is going is that, you know, that can potentially be expensive. So is that excluding the general, you know, population from eating healthier? And and my response to that would be something like, you know, um, certification is one way of ensuring that you're eating healthier food. And if the certification is, is legitimate, then, you know, you, you, you're guaranteed that you're, you're eating um, healthier food. Um, but you know, there's there's other ways of doing it. There's a peer guarantee system, which which helps small scale producers and farmers um, who are farming with organic principles or permaculture principles to to supply, but not have to pay for the certification. So their peers then guarantee that this guy or this girl is is producing food in an organic way, but they don't have to pay for the certification. And then that can reduce the cost of them of them producing, and then the cost of that that food at the top. So you know that that is a way of of reducing organic costs. But you know the other thing is to support your local farmer. Um, you know there there are so many people producing unbelievable food, they can't actually afford the pesticides. So that while they might not have the stamp of approval from a certification perspective, their actual food they're producing is nutrient dense, is coming from living soil. And is 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 um, is cultivated with love and passion, you know. So I think it it falls a little bit into the consumer side to take ownership of their own health, to investigate not only what is on the label of of um, produce that is coming out of the retailers, but then to take the time to go and support small scale producers mm. who are producing healthier food. And you know, in that way, you you're, you're looking after your own family's health, but you're also supporting um, these other producers, you know. So I think there, there is a hopeful way to look at this. Absolutely. Ryan, we have to end it at this point. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing yeah. this uh, insight. And also just we need to just be conscious and conscientize everybody else to, to say, look, like you're saying, buy from your local farmers, uh, grow your own vegetables because then you're 100% sure what you're really eating. But thank you so much for joining us. Have a great weekend ahead.